Before we get started on today's show, I want to tell you about Green Mountain Dental Group, the best family-owned dentist in all of the Rocky Mountain region. You might know uh, that right now they're offering that deal. They've always been offering this deal to DNVR listeners. Schedule an x-ray cleaning and exam, and you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. I don't know if you guys have been taking care of your teeth. If you have a dentist that you know on a first-name basis, or if you're just looking to get back out there and into the dentist, consider Green Mountain Dental Group. They're great, extremely friendly people, and they're just 10 to 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Longtime partner of the show, Denver sports fans, family-owned business. They got everything that you want. Get to know them on a first-name basis, and they'll take the best care of you. And again, if you go in, get a cleaning x-ray exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. God damn it. <laughs> a little... uh, the other great thing about this is it says casual Friday because we don't have a uh... <laughs> I can't tell our it's You know we used to produce all of these ourselves. So what, what happened? I know it's so crazy. I can't tell also like um... oh there it is. I was saying for a second we have zero people watching, so I was like <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Ba, 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 ba. I'm going to have one. Here it is. Yes. Yes, sir. We're doing this old school style. Old school. Back here on this Stream This is preschool, Yard. dude. Preschool This style. is preschool. Not even old school. It's preschool. Uh, what's up, everybody? At the Winner's Lounge post-game show, Nuggets just get another impressive win. They just keep winning, guys. They just keep gritting and grinding their way to wins. I love it. <laughs> the grit so and grand nuggets, dude. Right. The grit and grand nuggets. Uh, we're presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR if you did. You won a little bit of money. Deb gave us some winners, not all winners, but more winners than losers, which is good. Um, I got – all look at this all-star cast we have in the winners' lounge today. I've got Eric, whose hat matches his decor. I know. Look at me. It's almost <laughs> as though I uh, designed both. And look at me. I, uh, I've traveled into the Matrix. <laughs> you have. You look good. You have by far the best set of oh, all of us. Down right. in the bottom corner over there, I got Superstar Dev. Uh, look at me. Um, I just, um, yeah, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was one way to do this. And then, of course, the King of Thornton himself, the OG of OGs, Jeff Morton. Jeff, what, what is the, in SNL, when Adam Sandler was, he did the Opera Man. That's what it is. Opera Man. He had a little bit of an Opera Man look. I do, I do, and it's it's embarrassing. So the first thing I'm going to do when I like get fully vaccinated, the second thing I'm going to no! do is go to the DNVR bar. Hell yeah! Because yeah. you don't see this stuff like in in live. It, it's all... <laughs> I, I kind of want to, to be honest with you. I feel like this is a great look for you. Um, it's it's very unique. You know, people will always from everywhere you go. People will be like remember that guy. So I think you should stick yes. with it. Um, yes. Speaking of good looks. The Nuggets may have found the best version of themselves. All it took was injuries Ooh, to everyone. Yes. You bring in a couple, you bring in a two-way, you bring in a 10-day, you get a 5-10 rookie. Uh, you know, you bring in all these guys, and all of a sudden they are unstoppable. Unstoppable right. Denver Nuggets. The winners and owners of the number one winning streak in the NBA. I don't know if you guys knew that. Four games is somehow oh. tied with the Timberwolves for the longest winning streak. I'm feeling great about this win. Jeff, I'll let you Love start us off, buddy. Well, yeah. let me start us off. What's your first takeaway from from watching this game? Oh yeah, turn um, off. Music. I forgot. Yeah, get through this goddamn music. <laughs> what are you just, just so just so everyone understands, Adam has a whole library of music. He played 
three or four of the ones and each time after playing it he's like is this the one you hate is this the one you hate and then when he settled on this one this is the one i hate and he not only played it he played it for a very long time the worst part is i can't hear the music that's why i forgot that it was playing because it's like it's set up i can't hear it so that music is what jimmy buffett listens to when he's shopping for slacks I just love that you said slacks. That's that's my yeah. favorite part of that. Though. <laughs> um, sure, my, sure. my, my takeaway is just basically how awesome, absolutely awesome, that his defense was in the in the quarter. That was just insane. With entirely the second unit and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, shout out to that entire unit, man. That is that was just unbelievable. I was so impressed. What I'm not impressed with, Jeff, is your internet connection. I say, are you on? Are you on Cricket streaming through the Cricket? Phone? <laughs> <laughs> you might have to log out, and log back in, or some close some windows or okay. something. There, uh, I Jeff, think I got I'll, the gist of what I think I got the gist of what you were saying. Um, but uh, Je- but Jeff, we live in a time where you can judge a person entirely, entirely on their internet connection. And Adam, <laughs> Adam is judging you harshly right now, and so are all of the viewers, and they're right to do it. Uh, well, I'll go to the quiet one today, Superstar Dev. Um, you don't seem as hyped as we all do for this butt whooping that the Nuggets just put on the, the Raptors on the second night of a back-to-back. We're four minutes into the show, and you have <laughs> still been talking. The music has been going. I have not gotten my chance. But yeah, since we're here, um, I, I do. I love the way that the Nuggets are playing. And a lot of these other teams, when you look at like Giannis, you look at James Harden, everybody builds their team based off of their best uh, player and the, the, the needs and the fit. The Nuggets have done the same thing in a different way. Like they, they're putting him with high IQ players that just know how to play around them. Um, it, it's just different without having to have the ball in a guy's hand um, like Jamal Murray, um, who's so talented. Now everybody has to play winning basketball. You have to play the right way. And that's why it's starting to like work in its own unique way because Nikola Jokic just demands so much with the ball that you have to be a, a high IQ player around him. Um, so you just see real basketball. This is what real basketball looks like right now. <laughs> it's not to like take a shot at Jamal Murray. It's just it's different um, when you have a player that's so talented and, and can score whenever he wants to. You're not playing the same type of way. So it just it's coming together for the Nuggets. Yeah. Why do you hate uh, Jamal Murray so much? Would you say is it his attitude or what is it, Dev? I I, I think Jamal Murray is an amazing point guard. I really do. Well. I think he's a, a really good player. <laughs> um, I just think that it looks different for the Nuggets right now. So that's there's really nothing against Jamal. Jamal's been he's been everything for the Nuggets. And I, I I've also kept saying that the Nuggets go as he goes, but we're starting to see that if you play the right way, then you're gonna win. So it, it goes as Jokic goes because he's the best player, of course. It, he is, but you know, this is the thing about this Nuggets team is they've had to reinvent on the fly, and they are they're a different team. I mean, they really are not playing that same style of basketball. They can't. What they are is a team that can really get after you defensively, and who have two on the offensive end have two just transcendent players. And I and I mean two. I mean, Jokic is the MVP, and he's the MVP because of his offense primarily. But Michael Porter is quickly, in my opinion, evolving into this guy that just. There really isn't a bad shot with him. His shot making is is sublime. And tonight, Ooh. he he. I think after the game, he said, "I had an off night tonight." He's right. He was a little bit off tonight. Still hyper efficient, though. You know, eight of nineteen, three of eight from three, a plus sixteen. Jeff, where are you? Oh God, he's frozen again, isn't he? No. 
Oh, there you are. There you are. You were, no, no, no. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, can you hear me? I can. Give me your Michael Porter impression <laughs> from tonight. Michael Porter impression? I had an off night. No, um, he, he uh, it's, it, was a, it was not a great shooting night, but he did everything else better. Am I breaking up again? Uh, keep it going. We'll give it. A, we'll give it a few minutes here. See if we can't get this to work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I have the strongest internet in Thornton. Your uh, takes are too strong for this internet that you have. Maybe that's a, yeah. That's the issue. Maybe you just pipe it down a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, if you can, if you can hear me, uh, I thought Mike had an off offensive night, but he still got twenty three, and his defense in the fourth quarter was absolutely amazing. Um. His defense is sort of like, you know, he he I, in the first half it looked like he was on the second night of a back to back with a bum ankle. Like it looked like okay, he wasn't quite there, quite dialed in. But he was part of that fourth quarter unit that the the first seven minutes of the fourth quarter, Toronto had six points. Think about that, six points in seven minutes. That's an insane uh, defensive stretch, and he was part of it. And I feel like. You know, we're we're enough games into it that I think that second unit actually is capable of this level of defense. Shaq Harrison is a legitimate defensive stud. Right. Uh, you've got PJ Dozier, who, by the way, PJ Dozier is is hilarious. Plus twenty five tonight. He goes four of eleven. <laughs> one of six. He has ten points, three assists, one rebound. If you told me that, and and the amount of minutes he played, which was twenty eight minutes, he'd be like, okay, that was a bad night. Plus twenty five. He's hilarious in how much he can impact. But again, it's that second unit. You start putting pieces out there. And then tonight, J. Mike and Paul Millsap, dad had another good game. You put those defenders and one guy, Michael Porter, on the court, and it just works. You know, they get so many stops and they overwhelm you. It it also reminds me a little bit, Dev, it's like football. When you get, you know, a two-score lead, as they had. They had like a 10-point lead, right? You throw some defense out there and blitz, you get to blitz, you get to be aggressive, and all of a sudden the team's trying to catch up, but they're always on their heels. And that's what's happening with the Nuggets right now. I'm glad that you didn't go to like the 60s with this football <laughs> reference. I was actually waiting for it to come together. But yeah, it does work. It, it goes together. And also, like, like we've been talking about it, that second unit, they're not scoring a ton of baskets. They're not, you know, like out there doing like fun things. They're playing the right way. They're playing like they're locked in on defense. They have guys that have been, you know, trying to prove themselves in this league, and they're like playing prove it mode throughout the whole game, and it, and it just works. Um, it works. They're like switching it up with Michael Green and Paul Millsap. They have guys, you know, and those are the vets. Then you put out the young guys that are out there running, and they're trying to prove themselves. Shaq Harrison, um, P.J. Dozier, you just – you have the right mix and you don't have a star. You don't have anybody that like has to get the ball that has to make everything happen for them. It's just, if you do the right thing, this happens. If you play defense, it does not matter what you do offensively. And also with that, now Jokic is starting to be able to rest. Now Michael Porter Jr. can rest. And when he comes in, he feels comfortable with that second unit because it's not on him the entire time. So those are every single game. Like that's something that's fun to just look at is, it doesn't matter if it looks like he had a bad game. You yeah. go to that plus minus, it's huge because <laughs> he changed the whole game with like while he was in there. And that just goes to show you, you can't always go off of like what you see in the point. And everybody's so big on, he's not making shots, he's not doing this, but he's impacting the game in so many different ways. And you're, start, you're seeing that every single game. Dude, he really is the plus minus king, dude. He's he like, kind of is. 
Or he's the plus minus uh, yeah. fool. Like it really is just no in between. He's either plus thirty five or minus an incalculable number, and it's like there's no in between. PJ Dozier is so confusing. You know what? That was really interesting tonight, though. Like, um, Shaq Harrison was running with the starters for a little while, and it was like working really yeah. well. Um, I think. I just, let me say this. I, I've said this for a long time. Athletes. Like defense and athletes around Jokic is is the key, and you need spacing too. And I do think at the highest level, like you start when getting to the playoffs, and and the further you go, you're gonna have to be good at everything. But I do think if you just put athletes around Jokic, it really he just makes up for everything else. You put so much pressure, and he's an athlete, man. He's really quick, really long, and just plays hard. For it's sure. How, it's amazing to me how they've transitioned into becoming the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, yeah. This has been. Just uh, grinded out team. Uh, they they went from this kind of dynamic, flowing offensive team to grinded out. Every possession is is valuable. They gr- If anything, and I, I said this on my podcast today. If anything, they've gone slower. They're they're yeah. slower than they were, and they were like really bad. Uh, not bad, but they were really slow before. So they they've just, <laughs> they've just taken and gone like this. <laughs> uh, Jeff, I don't know, man. Going. I don't, I don't know if this is gonna, if it's gonna end up working, man. This, uh, this internet connection. You gotta, you gotta upgrade from Netscape. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got Juno. Maybe somebody's on the phone. Actually, if somebody. Yeah, why don't you upgrade? Why don't you upgrade to Netscape? You're, I've got you're di- sub Netscape at this point. <laughs> I've got, I've got dial up. The young and watching the show don't even know what Netscape is. Jeff, you'll be happy to know that I have now segued to being the old head. Uh, Dev the other day told me all my football references are ten years old, but I, so I, so I don't, and which was which was a compliment. He was like giving you a few years. Like most of Adam's references, are like uh, I don't know Bronco Nagurski or something. <laughs> like, look, I I I I am I'm fully cognizant of of my own age, but I'm glad that as Adam has got getting older. Things are he's he's working into the dad spot um, yeah, spot in, in the. This is terrible. <laughs> it's true, but unfortunately, Jeff, I think we're gonna have to. I just don't know if it's gonna work, man. I'm sad. You know what the, you know, can I just tell you the worst part about uh, Jeff being the old guy is that we're the same age, Jeff and I. I'm older than Adam. Adam's the old head. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys are just losers, is what it turns uh, out. <laughs> I'm telling you tonight, by the way, that we're we're not going to talk too much uh, football, you know. But tonight was the draft, and I got to say, tonight was the ultimate. Like I, I had feelings Dude. for the first time in so long, and and they just they just went away. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, I was the reason I'm here at the bar, and you guys are in the. <laughs> The draft show is happening. I was part of the draft show. I was downstairs interviewing people, asking them what they were expecting for tonight, how it was going to go. And it didn't go well. People unhappy. <laughs> we had the quarterback that absolutely everybody wanted them to draft. But there were two quarterbacks that everybody wanted them to draft, both well within reach. And they took the cornerback, who's a great cornerback, but bad vibes, bro. Bad, bad vibes. Bad vibes and D's. But um, getting back to the Nuggets who are just giving us good vibes. Like, honestly, today would have would have been a little bit of a bummer, I think, for people that are fans of all Denver sports, which is what we are. And we, we, we're we trying to, like, unify the tribes of Denver into one thing. We're trying to get Dev, but he, you know, he won't, he won't, he won't join us. But uh, we're, but it was, it would have been a really rough night. But this Nuggets team, man, every time you get bummed by them, they just, they like, they're like, just trust, just trust, man. We got this. And that's how I, I'm starting to feel that way. Again, I, we talked last game about 
uh, our buddy Tony, friend of the show, Tony Niehaus from Run Pure Sports, he texts me halfway through the fourth quarter, 14 and two. That was his prediction that the Nuggets were going to finish 14 and two or 12 and two, whatever. And he might be right. I'm starting to buy into it. Dev, are you buying into this Nuggets team and that they can keep this rolling? Absolutely. Like, do you see how they played on the second night of a back to back? Crazy. Um, Jokic has played the every single game in the the most difficult season there is as far as like having to play so much in a short amount of time. Michael Porter Jr. was like, we're not going to say hobbled because he like he really wasn't out, but like that was something that could have scared people off. Um, They're playing without their their starting point guard. Um, They're playing without their backup point guard. They're playing without their starting (laughs) small forward. Like they're playing without so many different things and they're still figuring out a way to do it every single night. And also they're winning the close games. They're blowing teams out Um, times that like, I remember two years back when, whenever it was a close game, it didn't go the Nuggets way. Now, if it's a close game heading into the fourth, I feel comfortable. All I look or like I look around and I say, well, the Nuggets have Jokic. You know he's going to close it out every single time. And and that was the difference. That was the difference early on. He was learning the way. He was learning how to figure out how to beat teams by himself like late down the stretch. And now they're getting to the point that he gets to sit in the fourth quarter. We were not seeing that earlier in the year. Now he's he's being able to sit, and it's because his team is whipping ass. So like, that just <laughs> makes it a little bit – that makes it different and, and way easier for him. And I know he's way happier for it while also being the MVP of the league. Like, that that's yeah. great. Yeah. It, it turns out, like, um, the Nuggets' success is just that Nikola Jokic is incredible. Like, we have all these other players. <laughs> so true. Like, we all of, we're like, we lost Jamal Murray. What are we going to do? We lost Will Barton. What are we going to do? And they're like, what about a guy that no other team wants? Shaq Harrison. <laughs> they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that works. That's awesome. Bring him in. Like, it, it just uh, – the steadying force that is Nikola Jokic, the dominant force that is Nikola Jokic, I mean, he could do whatever is required the team needs at, at any given moment in time. And then it allows a player like Michael Porter Jr. to just flourish, do whatever he needs to do, whatever he wants to do, because when the chips are down – it, you can just go into Jokic. We get to the point where people are playing freely for that reason. Watch out, baby. I'm back to the. You know what? Smuggets time. Let's go. Oh my god, he's back to the Smuggets. I can't believe it. It didn't take that long. I I was bored this way. I want to. <laughs> I want to go back to Jokic though. Um, we can take this one player at a time here to kind of zero in. But you know what's what's great about Jokic is, and he's the only player. Other maybe Steph Curry is the only other player that I feel this way about dominates the game in so many different different ways Jokic does but if he also doesn't need to you to know that like he tonight was a game where he was great he was actually a minus four surprisingly but 19 points 11 rebounds two assists one steal that's a for Jokic that's a well below average game but he did enough and he got out the way other guys start playing well cool fourth quarter he's taking over cool I'm calling it a night and he's just so content and I think that the culture that the Nuggets have built over the years is a credit to Michael Malone. It's a credit to Tim Conley and even Josh Kroenke and all those guys. But I think it's more than it, as much anything, a credit to Nikola Jokic. Cause when your best player is so willing to be like, Hey, it's your night tonight, or I, I don't need to be at the center of this. Let's kick out. I'll make the pass that makes the pass that, that gets a bucket. And tonight, this was just such a game like that. It was a dominant Jokic performance without it feeling like a dominant Jokic performance, in my opinion. Not to say that it correlates or anything like that, but like that's kind of the difference between him and the other MVP candidates. And maybe that's the reason that he's able to play so many more games than them. 
when it's late in the game, he's not out there pressing because he wants stats. He's not out there vouching to like try to be back in the game so that he could, you know, burst like he could do everything that he can. And they're like, it's, it's meaningless stats. He just wants to win. And when he does enough, he's like, okay, give me the night off. Like, give me the, re- I'll be back. I'll do the same thing tomorrow. If you ask me, like yeah. I got to do everything that I like that you need me to do. Um, but I'm, I'm willing to rest in the fourth quarter. I'm willing to, to let other people shine. I'm willing to give the ball to this other player because I know later on down the road is going to help us. Um, right. That's just the type of player that you have with, with Jokic. And it makes it easier for especially a role player and also a young player, Michael Porter Jr., who's like going to be a star in this league, but he's still trying to find his way. Like Michael Porter Jr. could be in a situation where he has to give the ball to Jokic every single time. And that's like the the ownership is okay with that. The coaches are okay with that. Jokic is okay with that. But Jokic is not okay with that. He wants to win games, and he knows by allowing this young player to grow is the way that he's going to be able to win more games. So Jokic is he's Dude. my bad. MVP is MVP just MVP. Columbine is giving incredible. He is the MVP. I mean, like it's funny, but I keep telling people it's over. Like it's over. It's over. Dude, it's like, been over. This. It's it, it, it truly like um, it is funny. Like our egos are so fragile as Denver fans <laughs> that anytime that Embiid or anybody else has a good game, we're like, oh god, that's it. <laughs> it all shifted, and then Jokic just is just steady. He just does the same thing every single night. Completely reliable. I mean, he is by definition the most valuable player to the Denver Nuggets. The most valuable player to any team in the league, um, and. I just don't know what we did. Like, how did we, what did we do to deserve Nikola Jokic? I feel like we've not been appreciative enough or like we need to maybe do a human sacrifice something to make sure that the he stays happy. It's true, man. I, it is true. Like I, I've been telling people this all the time. Like how, what is it that we got this guy that he got, that he was sent it's, to us? I, I, it makes me feel better about me. You know, like I, I clearly did something. <laughs> you brought me so much happiness and so so much joy over 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 the time. Um, let's talk about Michael Porter real quick. You know, he did have the twenty three point seven rebounds, one assist, only eight of nineteen shooting, so a rare below five hundred game for him. You know, this is the interesting thing about Porter tonight. A couple things. One, he hits like big shots, and the the three he had at the end, I can't remember who it was that closed that right in his face. Porter has talked about, I don't see defenders. I'm so tall. It's true, man. Like he was contested a nine out of 10 contest and it just didn't matter. Like he didn't even see him. He just shoots right over, right over the top. And that's what he brings. But what's interesting to me about tonight was I thought Michael Porter was very aggressive in this game appropriately. So, but also, you know, him and Malone got into a little skirmish right before the half and Malone actually pulled him out. And I got nervous when that happened, guys, I'm not going to lie. Because I'm, I one day want to be. We're at the so point, fragile. <laughs> we are, but I want to be at the point where we're a, a beyond that, right? Like I, I want us to exist at the point like Jokic and Malone, or Malone and Jokic never get into fights. You know, they never jawed each other. Like early on, there was, oh, why is he not playing in more minutes or this or that? But eventually, you get past it and it's over. I want to be there with Michael Porter, but we're clearly not. But what I was happy with, second half, he starts. He comes out. He's aggressive. He looked unfazed. I, I was worried, you know, b- bad body language or something was going to show up. It wasn't the case. He just stayed aggressive and, and kept it moving and ends up blowing him out in the second half. And that's just the maturation of Michael Porter Jr. as Michael well as Malone. Like Malone as well. Like in the past, I feel like Malone would have been so mad and so stubborn that 
he would have just said, I'm pulling him for the rest of the game, and, and it would have been a pissing match. But tonight he's like, he tells them what he feels. They both say something as men, and then they get back to playing. Michael Porter Jr. comes back in the game, and he's not fragile or shuts down like I feel like he would have in the past. Um, he comes right back out, and, and they make sure to give him the ball. Like that's just the type of team that they've been in. Those are good things to have. Like you don't have to have a, a, a players meeting or anything like that right. to air your grievances. Like he did it right then and there. Um, it was in front of the entire arena. Like it wasn't hidden. And then they get back to playing basketball. And he he didn't feel like I didn't feel like at, at any point he was he changed up what he does with Michael Porter Jr. So that that's big. Like really, he's maturing into a, a different player. And you could see it on the court as well. Like everything is starting to come along with him. He has a better understanding of how to be a professional. I mean, we don't want the coach and a player arguing, no matter who it is. Um, but to just be able to see that a young player got into it with a coach and then still continue to play his game is that that's good. That's good. I saw a question in here. Somebody said, uh, "DNVR, don't forget to shout out your super chats." We have no uh, producer, <laughs> I, guys, because the draft was was today and it's so big. It really is the three of us. So I am self producing as we as we do this. It's very difficult. So I apologize. We really appreciate everybody that sends us a super chat and everybody that comments. If you listen to this as a podcast, you don't know there's this whole ecosystem that goes on while the show is live, which is the live chat, and it's a lot of fun. Um, but usually, usually we have multiple people monitoring that and keeping on with it. Today we don't, so I apologize. It's the same reason the music was apparently super loud at the beginning. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know, I'm flying the plane and I, and I'm bringing the drinks out right now. No, you're doing flying, everything. You're flying the plane and you're crashing the plane. Well, I am crashing the plane, but I am <laughs> serving those drinks. Damn it! Um, let's take our uh, first break. Let me help me out here because I'm going to try to get some music going. Okay. Oh no! Are you going to play is, that same is that, song? Is, no, I, no, I'm not. Is, how is this for level of music? Is this let's, a good underneath level? Is this good? Or can hear. you hear? It? I'll, I'll be the judge. Let me hear. I'm saying, can you hear? I can't hear it. Also, it's a bad level. All right, so that's a bad level. What about we hear? We can we hear it? Uh, all right. Well, we seem like it's off to off the rails here. I uh, want to tell you guys about Hassle Cattle Company. You guys know we brought you damn good beer. We're bringing you now damn good beef. Hassle Cattle Company, the best source for table to Wagyu beef. Did I, did I say that right? Dude, I, I, made a, I made a $500 order to, uh, Wagyu, to Hassle Cattle Company. <laughs> a $500. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I really did. It's a lot of beef, man. That's a lot of beef. Uh, and he isn't kidding, actually. I mean, we do this. We have like the company chat. We're always like, hey, who's ready to make another order from Hassle Cattle Company? Uh, so we're not just, you know, selling this because we're, we're they're a sponsor. We, we are also uh, consuming them. And soon they will be at the bar. We thought they'd be here by now. In fact, I know that they're in. We're just, there's some kind of like red tape preventing us from serving up. But very soon you can go to the, the DNVR bar and get a Hassle Cattle Company burger. Go to HassleCattleCompany.com, H-A-S-S-E-L-L, CattleCompany.com. Use promo code DNVR10 for 10% off of your order and orders of 200 or more, like Eric's order, free shipping. Got free shipping, baby. Uh, strategic, I, just like you said. Got Very uh, strategic. as many people involved as possible. I uh, also want to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The hits literally keep on coming from one boxing event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation, and this weekend is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the ring. There's no better place to get in on all the action than DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And for the weekend's fight, I think it's next weekend, DraftKings offering new users a shot at turning $1 into $55. That's $1 
uh, on either main event fighter. So this is what's great about it. You can pick the favorite. You can pick the underdog, whatever it is. You're going to get 55 to 1. It's incredible. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, it's safe, secure, reliable, meaning you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Where does boxing rank on the best sports to to bet on? I think it's up there, like boxing, MMA. Uh, they're so defin any sport that has a definitive, like you could win or lose in a second. You know, that's what that's what's so great about it. It is, but it's like so hard. MMA specifically is like so hard to bet because the thing about MMA is that like even the best fighters in the world are like five and eight. Like they they, are, they all lose fights. Like they are, yeah. box boxing is a little easier because like the champs are the champs, and they'll, you can go like Floyd Mayweather and and win like eighty five fights with zero losses. But right, right. MMA, like you know, you could just like find yourself in the wrong position, and you get tapped out. It's over. MMA is ridiculous, man. That fight over the weekend, like it just the fact when guys get knocked out cleanly knocked out and then a minute later they're just like hugging each other they're like man that was a great fight bro like, that's amazing it's like mpj and, and michael malone <laughs> it is like mpj and michael malone um let's keep going with the uh the first unit um you know Composo de de deserves a lot more attention as well tonight he gets 12 points four assists two rebounds and i thought once again he was fantastic i mean you talk about all the defenders Denver has. It's so funny, man. I'm telling you, you would have told me this just a few months ago that Denver's backcourt was Compazzo, uh, Dozier, Shaq Harrison, Austin River. I'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? But guess what? They all step up, including Compazzo tonight. Dev, what did you see from Compazzo? Um, I seen a guard that took care of the ball, got everyone else involved, and just fit. Like, he was aggressive. Even though the shots wasn't aggressive, he only took five shots tonight, and he also didn't, like, sit on the three-point line and shoot the three the entire time. But he made sure he got to the free-throw line, um, which just high IQ plays where he gets in front of guys and uses his body. He understands, like, the, the limitations he has as a small guard, but he's also really smart about how he is, like, the, like how he is with his uh, small body. Um, so he's really smart, and he's getting guys to foul him. He's getting in everyone's head the entire time. Um and I think that that's a weapon. Like, that is his weapon. Um, is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I, I put this comment up and it distracted you. This is why I said you weren't excited, because you're sitting like this. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it, I, I just feel like it, it's it's a weapon that he uses. And also, he like, the players just know that they could work harder when he's around just because, they like, they know that they're going to get fed. He's going to feed every single, like, person. He's going to do the zip passes. And it's not every single thing that does not have to be flashy. Like, he just gets the job done. This was a get-a-job-done type of night for him. I like this comment from Keith because, I mean, it's not quite overnight. It does feel that. But I, I'm, I'm there. I'm there now. Like, the, the Faku roller coaster has been a lot like this. But I, I am now at the point where I just expect it every night. I mean, he's really won me over um to where i think he should be an impact player and even we talk about the the postseason you know look postseason is so different it, there really are some things that that, that are going to change in new challenges but i just I'm, I'm so impressed with the way he has stepped into this larger role and we talk about how the nuggets have found a new identity a lot of that is faku i mean there's a faku identity now to this team and, and i'm just couldn't be more impressed with him what, what about you eric is he frozen for you too, Dev? 
Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. you Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Man, I'm back. Man, man the, uh, tonight is garbage. What a garbage performance by us, the DNVR Nuggets. Um, Faku Campasso is in his bag. He's told, he's feeling super comfortable. He's just like doing – like he's not pressing at all, trying to score, trying to make the right play. He's just like doing Faku things. And it's like so incredible to see. He's like just going for steals. He's throwing the ball off of guys' shins. He's, uh, you know, like – in the right place at the right time. I, it's He's just a burst of energy, and I just love that he is um, – he's just feeling it. Like, he, you could just tell that he's now – he's no longer questioning, like some were in the media, whether or not he's an NBA player. Like, he knows he belongs. He's closing out games. He has the trust of ev- absolutely everybody on the court, and he's just blossoming. Yeah, he really is, man, and uh, it, it's cool to see. I see someone says, "We in Argentina, we've been telling you this for, you know, all year. Yeah, not the most reliable source. I mean, there's been like a lot. Of, let's be honest, he wasn't great early on in the year, but um, you know, that's what makes him, I think, a compelling storyline. And for me, easy to root for. Even when he was bad, you root for the guy because he plays so hard and he does these things. And to me, there has been real growth for him throughout the season, and he just looks comfortable now, and the team looks comfortable with him. Um, Aaron Gordon tonight's an interesting one: nine point seven rebounds, four assists. He filled up the stat sheet a little bit. Um, he's another one that. I, I don't really have a ton of, t- of notes from him, and I and I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing, but he is a guy that sometimes makes really big plays, but more often than not, you just almost don't notice him, and I, that's how I felt tonight. What about you, Dev? Yeah, I just feel like Aaron Gordon is like a, a fit-in guy, and they're going to need him on certain nights. This was just not a night that they desperately needed him. Um, there's not a guy on the Raptors that he really needed to stop that got going um, or anything like that. You don't go into the game plan and think of on the second night of a back-to-back, we're going to really, really need you to stop OG Ananobi tonight. Like, I just don't think that it, it called for him to stand out tonight. Um, and I think he's okay with these type of nights where he just could just free roam and just play. But, you know, they're going to need him when they play against the Clippers. They're going to need him when they play against those Lakers and, and, and teams like that. Um, so those are the nights that you should actually, like, judge him on. Um, last night, he he – played against Zion really, really well. Um, so you don't expect him to, to have a great night against Zion, and then tonight he just tries to go all out. Like, you exerted all of your energy last night. That's okay. Yeah. It is true, though. I mean, AG, this is what I mean by him, is that his value is going to really show up in the moments that they need him most, you know, against LeBron James in the first round, maybe. Dal- you know, Dallas possibly in the first round. Dallas, by the way, got a win tonight without Luka Doncic. That's a big, that's a big win for them and, and a big win for Denver. Um, so that, so that one was nice. Uh, if we go back over to the bench, I see a lot of people mentioning Millsap and, you know, PJ Dozier, the, the, the plus minus God tonight, but right <laughs> close to behind him was Paul Millsap, 8.7 rebounds, three assists, a steal, three of six, you know, uh, the, that second unit, it's, it's tough to, for who all to give credit to. There's a lot of guys is Millsap the leader of that unit. Do you feel Eric, like what, what role does he play on that? And, and what influence do you think he has on them? I mean, I don't know that he is necessarily a leader in any way. I I just think that when he plays well, he's just such a welcome addition. Things sort of make sense. Um, And I mean, Paul Millsap is like so up and down this season. A lot of it probably has to do with just the fact that he's uh, close to my age, which is not good. Um, But when he can, like when he is rolling, and being impactful, like 
there are nights when he looks like he did when he first arrived here. And tonight he looked great. Like, and it's just a, a huge boon to the, to the bench, to the, to that second unit. It just gives you another guy that you can rely upon. And so, I mean, I, I actually would imagine like Paul Millsap is going to get better as we head into the playoffs, because I imagine there's been some amount of him coasting and sort of reserving energy mm-hmm. um, throughout the middle of the season. Cause frankly, like he should, like that's how you're supposed to do it. That's how LeBron James has remained LeBron James for as long as he has. Um, but I don't know, man, like Paul Millsap still has it. Just not every night. <laughs> uh, Eric, I, I have a comment here. Still no Faku t-shirt drop. I mean, what's going on here, dude? God damn it. <laughs> I don't know what this like this like I, I, I like at a certain point I like wished upon a, a cursed monkey's paw. I was like, I wish I could be a person in Denver sports that everybody looks to to make uh, t-shirts. And then now anything that ever happens, everyone's like, where's the goddamn t-shirt, Eric? I'm like, I don't know, man. I got to sleep. I got a lot of stuff I have to do in my life. I will make a Faku t-shirt. It's coming. I love it. I can't wait. All of Argentina is going to buy it. I can't. I I know. It's it's going to happen. I will do it. I will do it for you specifically, Argentina. So, you know, the greatest almost dunker in the NBA today, it is not Aaron Gordon. It is not Zach Levine. It's not RJ Hampton. It's not LeBron James. It's not any of those guys. It's Jermichael Green. He is this close to being the greatest dunker in all of the NBA <laughs> because he has like five of the most ambitious dunks I've ever seen. And he's so close. I don't know if he's close or not. To- Do you know this, Dev? You know the guy. We go to the gym, the guy that just tries to dunk it all, but he can't actually dunk. I feel like that might be Jermichael Green. He always tries these crazy dunks, but I've never seen him actually have a great dunk. See, that's kind of how I feel about, not to talk about football, but Von Miller. I feel like he always is almost there. What are you, talking about? you must have missed the Super Bowl, I guess. Yeah, what are you Maybe talking about? <laughs> so since then, that's all it's been is like he's almost got to the quarterback. He, he like leads the end. All right, Eric, so what do you think? Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> I know. Need- How's Von Miller catching strays? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that might be the worst take in this show's history. There have been some bad ones. Von-, Von Miller almost sacks people. Like, what are we talking about here, man? I'm, I'm serious. I'm still back, and I'm All right. We're- <laughs> <laughs> this is the nice thing about the uh, the StreamYard version of the show. I could even, yeah, that. even if you are crashing the plane, like – Every now and again, you can, you know, it's at least you can decide the flight path. <laughs> this does end with just me talking. Uh, <laughs> it becomes a notebook episode. <laughs> notebook episode. Um, no, but you're Michael Green tonight. I mean, you go to the Millsap and J. Mike combo and, and, you know, he goes six of nine, two of four from the three point line. I thought that early on in this game, he had some frustrating plays. And actually, I think that Jermichael Green has pretty frustrating moments with the Nuggets. Like there, he makes some really bad fouls sometimes, like and ones, and you know just things like that that he, that he does. But you know, I thought in the second half, as everybody was good, and he was a huge part of that. Um, I feel like this was a really good Jermichael Green game, and then also for him and Paul Millsap to go get going at the exact same time is why that second unit was like so well. Um, He's, he's, I mean, he is Von Miller, but back to that, um, he's playing well. And this is, the night, this is the night that he knocked down his three ball. He also was like grabbing boards, even with Paul Millsap. Like we, we, we're critical of Paul Millsap. That was an excellent Paul Millsap game. He grabbed seven rebounds. Um, he's scoring and getting, you know, getting to his spots. And that's only in 16 minutes played. If he played a full game, we would say that that's a regular Paul Millsap game because he scores more, he grabs more rebounds. But he did it in 16 minutes. 
Jermichael Green is doing it in small, small minutes um, and not playing the exact same way. Uh, and, and that's just like how they're going along. So um, big Jermichael Green uh, night for him, um, even though it's the almost sex. Yeah. <laughs> almost, I can't believe this I really, guy. I really like you. You just like really digging your heels into this. Both of you. This is a classic Malone MPJ standoff. Adam and Dev versus. Yeah, that's exactly it. But you know what? I'm getting the most out of Dev. Everybody's crediting Dev. They say he's the MVP, but you know the, the man behind the MVP here is myself. Also, I see this a lot in the chat, by the way, in Mackie, where he's at. Adam's such a bully, bad look. You know, you, you understand we're friends here, Ed Mackie. You understand that they don't care. Okay, so that, you, yeah, you should care a lot less. We're, we're joking around. We, uh, we, we <laughs> Adam, Adam, not actually a bully. It, uh, real bullies aren't fun to work with. Adam is marginally fun to work with. Thank you. Exactly, marginally <laughs> fun. You guys, get with it. Uh, the the newest the newest nugget, Austin Rivers, um, had an interesting night. I mean, we've been clamoring for him to make shots. He goes two of seven. So. Two, not great, but he makes two of seven threes, and I do feel like the two that he hit early on were important ones. Where, where are we at with Austin Rivers, uh, Eric? Austin Rivers is a terrible shooter. Uh, every time he shoots the ball, I want to, I want to kill myself. Um, he did have a couple, like I, I don't know, like. Early on, I was like, oh, man, did he already get too comfortable because he signed his full contract? And now he's just going to like, now he's just going to let now he's just gonna let himself go. Um, he's all right. Like, I mean, Malone trusts him in sort of high leverage situations, which says quite a bit and yeah. is, is valuable. Um, I wish very desperately that Austin Rivers wasn't a player I had to analyze or watch. But, you know, like here we are where we live in the Shaq Harrison, um, Austin Rivers, um, anybody else that we can just find on the street to put next to Jokic time. Um, so it, it's fine, whatever. Like he's fine. He's, he's definitely an NBA player, sort of. Um, and I don't know, like the the feed I was watching, like they did like a a whole feature on Austin Rivers and like showed him with his family and and behind the scenes. And I was like, man, I I don't care. I gotta be honest. Really? (laughs) I don't know, man. Like I don't. I'm just like deeply unimpressed with Austin Rivers. But I I just I don't. I like that we have a guy that we can put on the floor, and he's not a, a total negative. I don't think I'm unimpressed with Austin Rivers. I might not be impressed, but I'm not unimpressed. Where are you at, Dev? I'm I'm on the opposite end as Eric, and even tonight, when Eric was upset, I felt that Aaron uh, Austin Rivers looked really comfortable out there. He I did. Yeah. He looked too comfortable for my t- for my like. <laughs> but I like I like the fact that he finally calmed down, and and that's when he started to make shots. Then he heard <laughs> that negativity. Eric put that negativity in there, and that's people, when he started making shots. People like him. Shots. Yeah, people like him. Oh, sorry. But at, at that point, the game is, you know, it was out of like it was gone. It was done. Yeah. Um, it, he wasn't taking them at the times that, that he like just didn't need to. Um, he still played within the flow of the offense. He got his scoring going early. And then at that point, when they like when they let the leash off and you just get to go play, I think that that's that's street ball for him. That's what he wants to do anyway. Um, so that's when the bad came. But when he was in there with the starters or when he was in there with like his unit, he was scoring and he was making the smart reads and plays that he had to. Yeah. The guy I think we're all impressed with, because I I think Austin Rivers have been good, but it is TBD. Let's see if he continues to make shots. I'm impressed with his buy-in. He feels like a nugget to me now. You, he got a little thirsty tonight. I didn't think so much, but, you know, we'll see. But the guy that I'm just, like, enthralled with, Shaq Harrison. 
He's the I best. Mean, this guy, it's funny, you look at the stats tonight, he was a minus nine, but we're going to talk about why <laughs> the deep bench unit remains the worst five-man lineup in the history of basketball. We're going to talk about that in a second, whether it mattered or not. But um, Shaq Harrison, his defense really is elite. I've seen a lot of people have sent me, is Shaq Harrison everything that Gary Harris was? Because if you think about it, Gary Harris was, by the, the last two, three years in Denver, not a reliable three-point shooter. Shaq Harrison hit one tonight. Um, but it, it did feel like found money. Like, I don't know that that shot doesn't necessarily look pretty, but my God, that guy can defend. Like he might be an elite defender. Dev, are you ready to give him elite defensive status? Defense? Yes. Um, I'm not all the way high on him like everyone else mm. is, but I do think that oh, he's real. good. And he's also like proving himself, um, with the nuggets, like that, that speed, um, it, it changes the whole dynamic of the nuggets. That first unit, I feel like, is a slower, um, high IQ, like grind it out type of team. And then you have this guy that's just zipping around um, the entire time. But he's so active defensively, and he covers so much ground with just his speed. Um, his rotations are great. The, the help side defense is excellent. He's even I, like the thing that always stands out to me is how he wants to help the big man for some reason, as if he's a big guy or something. Yeah. But he's always in the help side just to let the, like, like he's stunting to let them know you can't throw it over the top because I'm going to help, but I also could get back to my man. So I really do think that he is a elite defender, and that's that's something that you need to stay in the league for a long time. I feel like this was the perfect stint for him to be able to be a backup for for a lot of years now um, just because he found a niche and he's, he's sticking with it and going. Does it make you, Eric, does it make you like him anymore knowing that Utah had him and Utah fans really liked him as like, you know, you always like the yeah. guy that's like the fifth guard. He's just outside the race. He's like their wancho almost, but only obviously a defensive player. And they cut him, you know, just thinking we had nothing to do. We, we, there was no use for him. And now he's shining for Denver. Does that make it better? Of course it does. That's incredible. Shaq Harrison <laughs> is, he's my favorite Shaq and my favorite Harrison. He's the best. Like <laughs> both of those guys are out, dude. I, I consolidated into one, and oh, his man, defense that's is incredible. Sorry, I mean you got to show up. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I it, yes, that that does feel good. That feels like uh, very much Wancho esque, very Malik Beasley esque, where you know you have this good player that you can't quite fit on the squad. It's our rival, and we get to we actually get to get real minutes out of this guy and he fits right in. Like I was saying earlier, when he, he was slotted in with the starters and he looked so comfortable, it looked like he was absolutely belonged out there. Um, and I can't believe we were able to just pick him up off the scrap heap. So I want to get, I'm going to get a little basketball. Usually on these winner's lunges, I don't get too much into some of the X's and O's and I'll probably get into the film a little bit. But one of the things I've been noticing and I noticed it again tonight, you know, Denver doesn't have a lot of floor spacers, but they have two things now with the new players that they didn't have on the offensive end before. You've got really good passers, obviously in, in Compazzo, even in Dozier's a guy, but you also have guys that can get past the first line of defense, especially if it's a scramble defense. And one of the things that happened in this game, you know, New Orleans was trying to play Jokic one-on-one -on -one and they score. Tonight, Toronto tried to overload a little bit more onto Jokic and one of the things that happened was you kick the ball out and you've got Faku who can make plays, get the ball where it's supposed to. But you've also got Shaq Harrison and Dozier and Austin Rivers who can attack closeout. So now if you overload on Jokic, if you try to cheat, right, if, you, if you're playing against – if you don't have – if the other team doesn't have shooters, you cheat by overloading on one side. 
you get it out quickly and swing it around the horn and attack the guys that are busy in recovery now and, and recovering from help side. And Denver has guys that can do that. That's one of the reasons tonight Denver's offense was very good. And Jokic, did he have a lot of assists? Once again, no, two assists. But what's happening is he's drawing the defense into overload and getting out to guys who are capable of making passes or breaking down the defense off of the dribble. And I think it's a thing that teams are going to have to now adjust to. It's a, just another way you can win offensively with Jokic. I feel like they're adjusting even right now. Um, and that's why Jokic is able to like hurt teams, especially scoring. But everyone else is getting involved because not only does that like chip at them right now, but it chips at them later in the game where they're like, I don't know if we should overload anymore. And Jokic has already figured out the overload by the time that they like decide to make the adjustment. So what you what you're seeing right now is like a, a small chess match, but it's like a, a guy that's he knows exactly what you're about to do. So you're dumb for even trying it. So you got to try to do it early on until he picks it up. And then once he picks it up, then they just do this dumb look. I don't know. <laughs> that is a, a really dumb, the really dumb look. Uh, you're not... <laughs> the only way to describe that. Only way. So what's our competence meter right now, guys? Like, you know, I mean, the team is on a roll. It's wild when you go back and look. Like they have the 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 best record over the last twenty games, and, and so on and so forth. Where are you at, Eric? Dude, I don't know what I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I really don't understand. I, I was as devastated as I've ever been as a Nuggets fan two weeks ago. Yeah, I came back. And, am I? Am I? Can you hear me? <laughs> I can. You you cut out, but it's not it's not too bad. It's just barely barely. Okay, okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, like things were as bleak as they felt like they could ever be when we lost Jamal Murray. And then we came back, we won two games. It was like, all right, all right, maybe we can make this happen. Lose Will Barton, down in the dumps, considering ending it all. And then we just keep winning. Like we just keep winning. And um it just turns out it really just it just turns out it's all about Nikola Jokic, you know, like for all of the team building, all of the confidence building, all of the other players like finding their groove. Like it really just comes down to MVP Nikola Jokic being able to put the entire squad on his back and allowing players to be the best versions of themselves. And so for that, like as long as we have Nikola Jokic, like I'm just supremely confident from this moving on. Like I looked, I looked back a while ago. I mean, I, I put out into the world, like when I looked at the schedule going into the second half of the season that I thought we were going to win 47 games. And like, now I think I might be low. <laughs> um, I like, I like this comment here. Somebody says vibes are at Brandon vote level. I don't know what that means. Brandon vote. <laughs> like Brand, Brandon used to be what we called vote when he was like evil vote. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they're immaculate, but they're immaculate. Remember, Brandon vote was on the he was the green immaculate level, dude. Vibes are yeah. immaculate again. People are feeling it. I'm feeling it, man. This was the second night of a back to back. That is in the NBA. That's like just a scheduled loss. And this was a team that just absolutely beat the that just beat the shit out of the Nuggets. Granted, like they were on an emotional high. They thought they were going to lose their their heart of their squad, and they just act, just took it to the Nuggets. But the fact that they were the Nuggets were able to beat them down in this way, with not even relying on Jokic, like, I, dude, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think of this. Like, it just, it doesn't feel like it's slowing down. What do you think, Dev? Is it going to slow down? I mean, here, here's one thing to think about. There's a shot of reality coming up. This is the 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 next five games: Clippers, Lakers, Utah, Knicks, Nets. They could go 0 and 5 in that stretch. That's how good these teams are. Denver has not been tested quite like this. It's not so, at all. 
so Dev, are you feeling like this is sustainable? What we're seeing? I think that I don't. I'm not going to say sustainable because they just don't lose anymore. Um, <laughs> but but I will say that the vibes are immaculate, and the reason that they are is because the everyone on the Nuggets got better. Every single player got better. Every nugget, every nugget is good, baby. Every every nugget is good. But really, they they they've all found their way, and this was a team that had so much. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've had so much like that they've had to learn and they've had to overcome and that goes all the way to coaching um down to michael porter jr trying to figure out his way all the way to even Jokic elevating his game to being an mvp like every single person um has gotten better and when they've lost their point guard there still was never an excuse of we're just not going to be the same team. You know how hard it is to play without your point guard. No, it was the next man up the very next day, and they've been sticking with that. The same way that Brandon Vote has been sticking with these shirts. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, speaking of next man up, we do have a next man up here, and it is Brandon Vote, as the uh, chat was calling you tonight. Yeah, what's up with that, Dev? I was like, did I miss something here? Do we just dude? Look at it, look it's, at, it's the chat. They said look, the vibes are Brandon vote level. We're well, look look at this jaunty look you've got with the glasses hanging off the oh my oh, holy wow. lord! This look is like a little. This. this is a little too much to take for me. I, I this, is like, like, this is like oceans. This is like an ocean oh, movie. Holy ocean yellow, yeah. yellow ocean floor, dude. I'm, I'm turning a new leaf, bro. Turning a new leaf, dude. You are so classy, man. You are so classy. I think he's got uh, Hunter S. Thompson on us. He's a little Hunter S. Thompson. Um, I like it. Some gonzo journalism we're about to get from him here. We've got a new partner alert, Denver fam. We're partnering with the Premier Dispensary for you guys with smoking hot deals to offer Solace Meds. Solace Meds has four convenient locations, one in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off Broadway, and just one and one just blocks away on East Colfax, right next to the DNVR bar. And they have this cool promotion going on right now. I think you have one more day. The day you're listening to this, the last day you can do this on Friday. You can go there to solacemeds.com slash sweepstakes and sign up for their offer of sending you to a seven-night all-inclusive trip to Jamaica. It's an all-inclusive, all-expenses-paid trip that you can enter a raffle for when you become a new customer. If you go and sign up on solacemeds.com slash sweepstakes, and they're going to send you on a trip to Jamaica. That's their way of welcoming you into their new company, uh, their new dispensary, and they've got all the best products. So while you're there, you're going to shop and get all of the best deals on the, some great herb and use promo code DNVR20 to save 20% off your entire purchase. And again, while you're there, solacemeds.com slash sweepstakes. Sign up. All expense uh, trip paid to Jamaica. Also want to tell you guys about Chevalier Mortgage. I don't know how many people know this, but before I became a sports reporter and analyst with DNVR and prior to that Denver Stiffs, before all of that, I spent a decade as a real estate expert, real estate agent and, and real estate investor. I have personally taken on dozens of mortgages in my life. It sounds complicated until you get it, but that's why we have Chevalier Mortgage. Go to dnvrmortgage.com and you can speak with Mike and Virginia Chevalier who'll get you all set up. If you don't know anything about buying a house, but you want to learn the process, I'm telling you, don't be intimidated. Talk to Mike and Virginia Chevalier. DNVR fans, you got one thing in common. You know they're Denver sports fans. You know they're DNVR fans. They come into the bar. You know the same people. It's like, you know, it's like their family. They're a family-owned company, of course, Mike and Cheval uh, Virginia Chevalier, but they'll take care of you, and you'll, they'll make what sounds complex 
Very, very simple. And what better time right now, guys? You've probably heard about how competitive the real estate market is here in Denver, as it is in many parts of the country. I don't think that's going away. In fact, my investment portfolio is predicated on that. Get a mortgage, get your first house, or if you're already in one, you're thinking about an investment property, or maybe you're thinking about upgrading or moving somewhere new, talk to Mike and Virginia Chevalier. Call them directly, 303-257-6578, or visit dnvrmortgage.com. And I'll tell you right now, Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006, Virginia, NMLS number 1910631. They're the best in the business, guys, and they're DMVR friends. Give them, give them a call and get started today working towards owning your very own home. Lastly, I want to tell you about Gabby Insurance. You guys have been hearing us talking about this. Gabby, G-A-B-I. What does it stand for? Get a better insurance. I'm sure that you, by now, that's like being internalized in your brain. Eric Weedham, he put his information in on their website. Of course, that website is gabi.com slash DNVR. You just put in a little bit of information about what you're currently paying for mortgage ins- or for home insurance and car insurance, and they will t- share their rate. And Eric put it in 1.3,000 per year he was saving when he switched over to Gabby Insurance. You can compare against nationwide progressive travelers, whatever it is, you're probably going to save money with Gabby. Uh, the exact same coverage too. This isn't like, a, oh, we're going to knock off some of the coverage. No, the exact same coverage, but you could save some money. Uh, excellent new partner with us. A lot of people have been telling us about how much money they've been saving when they put it in. So check it out, gabi.com slash DNVR. And if you do and you save some money, just hit us up at DNVR underscore sports and let us know about your good experience there. Just as a little bit of a tease, I saw that you put something out that said something like, let me see. Mo- Moach throwing flames tonight. Yeah. Are these Whoa. good flames or bad flames? Are these like Bowser flames? No, no, good a- flames. Good flames. He All was right. throwing himself, guys. He was, you know, it's a it's a good night from from Michael when he starts talking in Spanish with the with the reporters. Whoa. He's <laughs> feeling loose. He's feeling himself. Um if he, he loves gets- Faku more than anybody. He loves no, Faku mate, more than Argentina loves Faku. It is incredible. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm telling you, it's true. There's no chance. It, I'm telling you, it is true. So if you guys didn't know, this was Michael Malone's 300th NBA victory today as a head coach. Oh, that's awesome, um, man. Yeah. That's really – I think that's actually a cool thing. Me too. Me too. And he didn't know. Um, and he talked about how he doesn't really pay attention to that stuff. And I don't know uh-huh. if you guys remember this. Remember he was kind of rude to Harrison Wind when a Wind asked him about a question like that when he passed. He was, he was a dick. <laughs> he was a dick, man. Dude, I'm telling you, he he's trying to get the best out of Harrison. Dude, he brought it up again tonight. He brought it up again. He was talking about how he like referenced it. I know he feels guilty, but he's basically just saying that he really doesn't pay attention to that stuff. Um, and he mostly just pays attention to his team. But he did say that when you're lucky enough to work with people you care about and love like he does. Um, you know, every day, every day is, is a nice day at work. Was he talking about us? Like, was, yeah. it, 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 that's right. I was going to say, I, I hopefully someday I'm as lucky as Michael Malone. Um, Dude, let's, let's get into some of these quotes here. Shall we guys? Dude, let's get you're a man. So the start of the fourth quarter, uh, as you guys know, the bench really blew that thing open with some defense. If anyone was expecting that to please Michael Malone, you are correct. Let's go. The start of that fourth quarter was he pauses for a second. Exhilarating for me. Uh, <laughs> coach. That was some of the best basketball that we've seen our group play. He talked about kills. They they track kills as a stat on that team. That means three stops in a row. 
on defense. And he said for the game, we had nine kills. And in the fourth quarter, we had three. Um, Paul Millsap and Jamichael Green were, were at the forefront of that. He said they were both phenomenal. Um, but yeah, he really, he really just shouted out that group. And how could you not? This was a close game until it was a blowout. And it was those five guys that got it done. It's true, man. I mean, I think they were going to win one way or another, but because they did have like, you know, momentum in the upper hand, but man, to slam the door shut the way they did with just, I, I'm surprised it was only three kills in the fourth quarter, to be honest, because maybe does it count if you get six stops in a row, is that one kill or is that two kills? Probably two would be my guess, Adam, but. Because I, I felt like they had like 12 stops in a row. I mean, for a while there, I just felt like Toronto couldn't score. It was huge. And, you know, Malone talked about one of the reasons it was huge is that they got to rest Nikola Jokic in the fourth quarter. And so it's something that they don't really get to do. And Malone shot a little light on, on why tonight. He just said Jokic does not like to sit. He says that he Jokic takes great pride in his Serbian heritage. And as Jokic always tells him, Serbian guys don't sit out. Um, oh, oh, my God. So- Miroslav. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, the Serbians are just drooling oh. right now. Miroslav going <laughs> back into his head. Um, but yeah, so that was that was a big thing was getting Jokic some rest down the stretch. But also, I just I really enjoyed that insight that Jokic perspective on the matter. Can you guys hear it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> single tear. Single tear. Uh, Serbians really don't rest. Guys. For, for everyone wondering why Jokic is the only star who was able to play deep into the bubble and not miss any time this year, simple answer. He's Serbian. Next question. I love um, it, Dad. I love it. I don't oh, understand. Well, I, the, the confusing part to me is that Dev, a Serbian, I feel like he does nothing but rest. This player's killing me. Hang on. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening here. <laughs> also, Jokic has a different type of lineage. He's uh, just Serbian. I'm a black Serbian. It's a little bit different. <laughs> Important distinction. That's right. That's uh, so funny. Malone talked about Porter, guys. And I tweeted out, and we all noticed on press row, at the end of the first half, if you guys remember, Porter was subbed out with one minute left for P.J. Dozier. Um, we remember. And he was not happy. He, he yeah. and Malone got there was a little tension. Um, obviously, he I asked about I didn't this. Hear what was said from all the way up up there, but you could tell they were chirping a little bit. Malone was pulling his mask down. He was really trying to get a point across. Um, Porter was obviously much better in that second half. Was out there with that bench group, and Malone uh, let them run. He didn't really take the bait when asked about the difference in 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 how he thought Porter played in the two halves. He mostly just just focused on the second half. Um, and he said, I think Michael is becoming a complete basketball player. I think it's incredible. Michael Porter has proven himself to be as valuable as we all hoped when we drafted him three years ago. Um, and then one more note. I also thought in that first half, I was wondering, M- Malone did say that they need Porter to score no matter what's happening and what the defense is doing and how the defense is approaching Jokic. So for once, guys, I actually think what Malone took issue with was Porter's approach on the offensive end there in the final minute of that first half. Oh. He was pleased with him, and, and he lauded him after the game. Man, that's that's really good to hear. I mean, it calms my nerves. I had, I'm had i not going to lie. I had a little nerves. I didn't want to overstate it. I'm yeah. a worrier. I'm a worrier. What can I say? So, that you're a worrier. Well, we uh, said that word. <laughs> we have a tough love relationship. Alyssa Fleury hitting the nail on the head because we got to talk to Michael Porter tonight, and we talked about just that. Um 
He said he, he and Coach Malone got a great relationship. They've really grown in their trust and communication. They're constantly talking for him, talking to each other. Uh, on the 300th win, Porter was stoked for him. He said they, they poured water on him in the locker room. Um, but there was a more, I, I thought, sort of enlightening quote where he just sort of talked about Mike Singer asked him about people getting into him, whether that's his teammates, his coach, and how he responds. Um, and, and Porter said, growing up, when you play in AAU, if you play for certain coaches, they literally just let you do whatever you want, and you develop some bad habits. Um, but he said his coaches were not like that in AAU. They were very hard on him because of habit building. And he said, Coach Malone is no different. He does not mind the constructive criticism at all. I just thought that was a really interesting insight. Um, and And, and – I would have assumed the opposite, to be honest, that he's such a talented guy that maybe no coach ever really sort of took the reins the way Malone has. But Porter was saying, look, like this is not his first rodeo. This is not the first coach that's taken this approach. Um, and he's cut out for it. He doesn't mind it. Yeah. We have to get to an important chat here. <laughs> Charles in charge reference. Oh, Who knew that that was coming today? Brendan, have you ever seen an episode of Charles in charge? No, I don't Dev, know what. Have is. you ever seen an episode of Charles in Charge? <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> All right, Jason, Jason Cap, clearly, clearly an old, a fellow old as Eric. Yeah, I, you want to know that this is Eric? I don't know if your childhood was anything like mine, but starting around the age of eight or so, you know, for summers, you just stayed home and watched TV. Like yeah. it's just like yep. I don't. It was very young when it was just like, all right, no babysitter. You know, we can't do that. So you guys just watch watch daytime television all day. Like, all right, well, perfect. Charles in Charge was not daytime television. Charles in Charge was a show that would come on after cartoons, leading into the evening. It was family friendly. You'll also don't worry. We'll watch it later. We'll do a we'll do a sleepover, Brandon. You'll get I'll, I'll get you down with it. Jody loves Chachi. The whole thing. The most topical 1985 reference. It's so true. Um, uh, right. me on this, Porter is it is it called Mocan? He played for with with. With uh, Trey Young, is that Missouri, the Kansas? Yeah, Mocan. Mocan so one, of, one, of my, uh, one of my homies, uh, Ross Homan of the Stepian, uh, quote tweeted to me tonight about that quote from Porter, and he just said that's Mocan. That's what they're known for. It's an elite, elite program. So just thought that was an interesting note. Um, more from Porter when asked about guarding other star players, he said, "I welcome it. I am trying to be a star player myself. I do not want to be one of those stars that hides from the other team's best player." This comes uh, with it. Like um, Joel Embiid? Like, honestly, most stars at this point in the NBA. Um, and, and so I just thought that was cool. I just thought that it was a cool, cool man. Thing. I can't believe uh, the vibes with this team right now. I just never would have guessed it. Dude. dude. These guys, are, <laughs> these guys, they're feeling it, man. I, I mean, I just uh. can't believe how many games they have won this year for all the things that have, that, that have broken wrong for them. Uh, uh. Here they are. One more thing from Porter. He said he's encouraging Austin Rivers to be even more aggressive. Quote, Austin is a bucket. Who what? said uh, this? The new guy, Brent. What is this what? bit? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> new <guy> Brent. <laughs> People uh, are just flaming. I never read the chats while we're doing the show. It's very distracting, but also harsh. <laughs> Nothing yeah, dude. But- yeah. Just, wow. Bad for my psyche. I'm going to be like, if this yeah, was a loss, this would be a really tough, tough chat to be reading. We can see these guys. Uh, Jermichael <laughs> Green, uh, <laughs> Green said it started with stops. <laughs> We've got a couple of kills that got us in transition, and that's really the fun part of the game for us. So, I mean, yeah. what I took from that, guys, the second unit, I think has we're starting to now as media, but it's not gotten enough credit for 
as ugly as it is for them offensively, they're actually dragging their opponents down with them um, through the muck. And it's been some grind fest and some slug fest. And I like tonight there was a payoff for them in that they got to run. They got, you know, Paul got to play make a little bit. Jermichael got to jump, which by the way, Jermichael can jump a little bit. Um, can he? Yes. Yes. He <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> he has three dunks this year or attempted dunks that you look at, you go, I did not think that body could even do that. So. Well, you, you just you just said it right. He had attempted dunks. <laughs> he had two this, whatever. Anyway, I'm moving on. I just um, think it's funny. Yeah, sorry, Donnie. I don't know if you noticed the global pandemic going on. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing from Jermichael Green. You know what, guys? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. One more thing from Jermichael Green. <laughs> First class pandering to our friends down south. Uh, apropos of, of almost nothing. Quote, I just want to give a big shout out to Faku. Cosign. Cosign yeah, me too. You know what? I just want to give a shout out to Faku as well. You know, I can't get over I, I can't get over somebody referring to Austin Rivers as a bucket. Does that just mean that you can like <laughs> that you could just fill him with water? Man, he must be impressive in practice. <laughs> he had eleven points tonight, which is you know, he had a few buckets. Hey, he actually did have eight points in like three minutes in the first quarter. Um maybe I missed at that. that. Point, at that point, he was the only bench player to have scored. But yeah, I'm with you guys. The Austin Rivers being a bucket thing, maybe a little bit overstated around these uh. points. <laughs> What you know what he has been, guys? A, a better defender than I, yes. than I thought. Great, um, point. Great point. And and tonight, tonight I thought that shined through. I thought he did a really good job. On that note, um, he, Shaq, Faku, I thought we're all really good defensively tonight. Faku, we talk so much about how can he get in the heads of these other guys. Kyle Lowry like stopped playing basketball tonight and got in a full-on grift contest with Faku. And he lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was the one play where, like, this game was still winnable. Lowry comes down. He doesn't even consider running some sort of, like, like nice-looking half-court set or, or just finding an open look. And he just chucks up a three and goes for the foul call, doesn't get it, and airballs it. And he's jawing with the ref all the way back down the court. I, in my in my mind, that is a Faku effect in, in full play. So great. so great, dude! I love how you were uh, bold for eleven seconds with your mask, and then you put it right back on. We'll for sure not let me back in here. So, um, I, well, well, man, I got that. First of all, fantastic stuff. Um, you know, great hearing from. There's some really good quotes, and and it sounds like, it sounds like they are feeling the vibe that that we are also feeling, which is always great. You never want to, you know. You'll be off on that, but um, you know, can you is the is the outro music the right level? I can't hear it, so I have to. It's a little quiet. It's a little quiet. A little quiet. Let's uh let's pump it up for a little emotional effect here because right. I'm telling you guys, this is you know we just got through the fun part. You know that scene in Jurassic Park where he's like, "Quiet, all of you. We're approaching the Tyrannosaur paddock." That's where we are. That's where that's where we are. It's like this has been a fun little ride. We've had some fun, but everybody quiet because here we go. Clippers, Lakers, and this Clippers game, it's Huge. a real t- it's a real test. I. What, what, what was it, Vote? You had something? Well, it's just crazy, dude. It's just crazy to think that this game in the end is going to have such massive implications. This team is so resilient. It's just so great. They're so easy to, to root for, man. And now you go up against the Clippers team that, you know, has liked to rest, has liked to kind of skate through similar to what they did last year. And here's Denver that's like, nope, come out to the streets. It's time for a fist fight. And guess what? Clippers are probably going to be heavily favored in that game, and they, as they should be. But uh, if you're a Nuggets fan, this stretch of five games, it's like, hey, 
here we go. It's it's fight time, and, and and that's what makes this season so so rewarding. I saw somebody in the chat say this has been such an up and down season, and it has. But I I'm thankful for that in a lot of ways. Like we talk about it, sports are at their best when you feel all the range of emotions. You hope that you finish on a high. You don't want to finish on the low. But I am glad that we as fans, like this Nuggets team as players, have gotten to get through all of this, and it's a real process. The 72 games, when it's all said and done, will have been a real process, and I just think that's there's nothing you can compare that to. That's so true. And, and frankly, the season has been more up than down. Like, we, this yeah. season, we are uh, – we're – closing in on the wildly successful season it's just the darkest times have been exquisitely dark <laughs> for sure I mean, and, and and it feels if you think about the events that have occurred this should be the nadir by all means ah, there it is they went 13 and three guys in that month i mean that's ridiculous um yeah. one more thing arena the bull novelty it's as loud as the arena gets all night but you know who else is into it the players you should say hamstring when bull puts the ball on the floor when bull touches the floor everyone's excited the players included um that's still the best show in garbage time in my mind dev you got anything for the people you want to apologize for what you said earlier about von miller or can we um, end this we had too good of a show for you just to let that hang there man you're right you're right no i owe it to the people i will absolutely not Get out of here. He's out of here. That <laughs> is gone. Straight from the show. Thank you, everybody, for hanging with us tonight. This was a very fun, if not, look, it was a messy winner's lounge. We got off to a rough start, but you know what? We yeah, steered into the skid properly, and here we are. This this show is a mess, but you know what? I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be part of a mess with any other guys but, but you. You, oh, you yeah. guys, you guys, I would, I'll stare into that nadir with you two anytime. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go. Everybody else, get out safely. Leave a like on the way out. We're going to see you again Saturday. Clippers, going to be a big one. We're going to be back at the DNVR bar. I can't wait. With a producer. Let's go. One last time before we get out of here, I want to remind you about Strava Craft Coffee, the Colorado coffee company that has CBD infused right into their coffee. It's non-psychoactive. It's got great benefits for joint pain, back aches, arthritis, IBS, migraines, a bunch of different things. And right now, when you go and order online, you can save 25%. That's 25% by using promo code DNVR20 at checkout. Strava Craft, guys, one of our longtime partners, Colorado company. Check them out. If you haven't done it before, check them out. Now is a perfect time to check them out. Strava Craft Coffee, promo code DNVR25 at checkout.